Welcome to Getaway Car, the podcast hosted by two sisters discussing all the amazing places we've been lucky enough to travel. I'm Beanie. And I'm Katie. Join us each week as we break down each stop on the road trips we've taken. We'll tell you about all our favorite places, funny stories, mistakes we made, and everything that happens on one of our road trips. We'll make recommendations and ask for yours. Join us in the Getaway Car. This episode's going to be slightly different as well from our normal routine. Yes, it's like a mini episode. Yeah. So for this episode, this is going to be general tips to plan your own road trip because we've gotten a lot of questions about how we planned it or what our biggest mistakes were or what our like biggest pieces of advice were. So mm-hmm. we're going to teach you how to plan your own road trip in kind of a general sense and go from there. Hire Katie. That's tip one. <laughs> That's also an option. If you'd like me to plan your road trip, hit me up because I love them. There's there's an email link in our profile, so email us and see what, what you're doing. Yeah, I will happily help you and I will happily plan things for you. And if you want to pay me money to do so, I would be very, very happy about that. <laughs> Delighted. So, um, yeah, so general tips. We start off with the ever popular be prepared yes be prepared um so the first bullet point is basically we've touched on this before pack appropriate gear clothing weather appropriate clothing for heat and cold and rain yeah check the weather make sure you're prepared for yeah if it rains if it gets particularly hot if it gets particularly cold just be ready in case any of those happen because you never know so we won't harp on that anymore because we've talked about that <laughs> numerous times. Harp, harp, harp. Um, next thing um, that's really key is if you're going on a road trip, know your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you get it serviced before you leave. Make sure you know what all of the lights on your dashboard mean and know how to fix them. I feel like that's key. I think a lot of people are just like, oh, yeah, if a light comes on, I bring it into the mechanic. But, like, you should at least know the basics. Like, this light means that you're low on oil and this light means that your tire is flat and... Yeah. You should at the very least know what they mean and be able to do a couple quick fixes. And by a couple quick fixes, I mean like add more fluids or if you're handy yeah. or change your tire. At least be, yeah, exactly. At least be able to like add oil or add like antifreeze or windshield washer fluid, whatever you, you need. Yeah. Um, so I would add to that in addition to knowing your dashboard lights, like make sure that you know how to open the hood of your car because some people don't know how to do that. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, like make sure That's you know. That's a very important skill to have. Right, like know how to open the hood, know how to open the trunk, um, know how to like know to, at least to like look at your engine and say like this is where the oil goes, this is where brake fluid goes, this is where windshield washer fluid goes, this is where your coolant goes. Like know where all of your fluids go, so that way if you're running low, you can just stop at a gas station and buy the appropriate fluid mm-hmm. and refill it. Which, by the way, all that information should be in your owner's manual. So if you're ever like, I know I need windshield washer fluid, but I don't know what kind, or I don't know whatever, it's always in your owner's manual. Yeah. So make sure you have that on your trip as well. Yeah. If it's not in your car, it should be. And if you don't have an owner's manual, which was the case for my first car, you can Google that information for, like, the make and model and year of your car. Mm -hmm. Just look it up on Google. I would say that's key. If you don't know how to do those things, have a mechanically savvy friend show you how to do it. Just do, like, a quick review. Just make sure you know the basics. Because, you know, putting some fluids in your car to get you to the next stop where you can have a mechanic look at an actual problem might save your engine. Yeah. So. Or, I mean, in a real pinch that you're really not handy and really don't know what you're doing, have AAA. I mean, they'll usually, it's it's Fair. expensive though. If you're very far away from home, usually they want to tow you back to your home and that's going to be insanely expensive. So um, you might have to have them tow you to like a local repair shop or that kind of thing. So it's a good backup plan. I wouldn't say it should be your first plan. Yeah. 
We do highly recommend having some kind of roadside service plan, though, like either AAA or like some insurance companies offer it through their your insurance plan. Mm-hmm. So, Good yeah. to have as a backup. Good to have. Um, the only caveat to that is that sometimes if you're traveling cross country, you will be in areas where you don't have cell phone signal, mm-hmm. and so you don't want to rely on them as your first line of defense. Exactly. So kind of in line with that, um, also have a car, like emergency kit. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you have all the stuff you need to change your tire. Yeah, because um, you don't want to get a flat tire and then realize you don't have a car jack. For instance. Or a spare. Right. You yeah. want to make sure you have everything you need in case that happens. Yeah. And then just have some stuff for emergencies. Have an empty gas can in case you run out of gas. Duct tape's always a good go-to. They have this stuff called Fix-A-Flat, where if you have like a pinhole leak in your tire, you can use this stuff and it will get you, it will like kind of reinflate your tire temporarily until you can get somewhere where you can safely change it. Um, so that's key. I've used that more than once in my life. And yeah. It's a lifesaver. Also, like bungee cords and maybe small bottles of your designated fluids, like have a small bottle of whatever kind of oil your car takes, whatever mm-hmm. kind of coolant your car takes, that okay, kind of so stuff. that I thought of like bodily fluids instead of car fluids, and I was like, have like an extra pint of blood? <laughs> yeah, you know, in case you need a transfusion, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but yeah, and then just some general stuff, like make sure you have a flashlight. Definitely. You maybe. should always have a flashlight in your car, even if you're not on a road trip, but definitely for a road trip. Yeah, and then just like... Like you mentioned in the last episode, maybe a small toolkit, maybe a screwdriver, yeah. adjustable screwdriver, wrench. Screwdriver, hammer, wrench. Just like really like, basic stuff because you never know what you're going to need to do. Yeah. So we've done a lot of like research about traveling and stuff and a lot of travel sites recommend having like one of those like space blankets that look like tinfoil. Oh yeah. The, um, like shock blankets or whatever they're called. Yeah. And like car flares and a flare gun and stuff. We've never gone to that extreme. We, we've never traveled with flares or space blankets. Yeah. Um, we always have blankets because we usually have our sleeping bags and then some other blankets too. Um, so that's not like, a bad idea. Hike Like really intense hikes out into the wilderness maybe have a flare gun, but like otherwise... I would say if it makes you feel safer, go for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's a requirement depending yeah. on what you're doing. I Whatever wouldn't discourage anyone, yeah. but yeah. Other key stuff, make sure your inspection's up to date, make sure your registration is up to date, make mm-hmm. sure your insurance is current. Because as we said, if you have out-of-state plates, you're a target, and cops are going to be like, oh, what are you up to? Why are you here? And yeah. they might pull you over, so um, they'll, they'll catch it. Yeah, so make sure you have, like, make sure all of those things are current and active, and then make sure you have all of the paperwork with you and have it accessible if you get pulled over. Mm-hmm. Because if you are like us, you will get pulled over on pretty much every trip. Yep. Or, Become an un- unintentional tradition. Yeah. And then same thing with your driver's license, your AAA service plan, anything like that. Like, make sure they're active. Make sure they haven't expired. Like, you know, just make sure that all of your stuff is up to date before you leave. Mm -hmm. It's the kind of thing you don't really think about until you're in the middle of it and you're like, oh, this is going to be Yeah, and you're like, oh, no, my AAA expired. And then you have to try and, like, renew your AAA online while you're sitting on the side of a highway. And it's not a good time. Right. That kind of covers, like, the car side of things and then on a more personal note you have to take care of yourself too yes yeah we have have a personal emergency kit we just i mean we usually just bring kind of like a basic first aid kit you know like band-aids and maybe some gauze and you know alcohol wipes that kind of thing maybe bring like some tylenol or advil or something with you just like the really basic stuff in case you get you know you cut cut open your hand or something minor that you can take care of yourself you want to be able to like clean that out so it doesn't get infected yeah um, we also usually travel with, like, an assortment of, like, over-the-counter meds. So usually, like, Benadryl. Like, I'm mm-hmm. allergic to bees. I'm not bad enough to need an EpiPen, but, like, still not going to have a good time if I get stung. So, like, always, yeah. I, we always carry Benadryl. We always carry Imodium because there's nothing worse than having stomach distress in the middle of a trip. Yep. Carry that with you. And then we usually do, like, allergy meds, stomach meds, like, cold, 
Yeah, like your really basic over-the-counter things in each category kind of thing, just in case, because they're good to have. You never know. We carry, like, you know, Tums in case your stomach's upset or whatever. Yeah. They're just good to have. And then if you do take any prescriptions, obviously make sure you have enough of your prescriptions to last you the duration of your trip. Yes, for sure. Um, And make sure you're not storing them, like on like the dashboard where they can get heated up because some meds like break down keep those in a a bag cool dark place as they say yeah if you do need any kind of like rescue meds like i mentioned like an EpiPen, if you need one of those in your day-to-day life not a bad idea to bring an extra like one to carry on your person and one to carry in the car Mm -hmm. yeah because as we've mentioned sometimes you're further away from your car than you planned on being so it's good to have one with you yeah and then the last one in this category we talked about make sure you have various forms of payment available we've talked about that already yes for sure so, our next little mini segment of road trip advice is, like, personal safety. <laughs> Which you is know. extremely relevant, considering our stories about Bakersfield. Yeah. Basically, just take reasonable precautions to protect yourself. If you're going somewhere where you've never been, like, just be aware of what's around you. Like, yep. don't, you know, walk into a situation without at least keeping your wits about you. This is a very convoluted sentence. I'm very sorry. No, just like, yeah, if you, if you get a bad feeling, um, trust your instincts. If you, like you, like we said, if you pull into a parking lot and you're like, this looks sketchy and you don't feel comfortable staying there, then don't like, I mean, we didn't really have a choice, but I totally supported if someone was like, I'm not like, this feels unsafe, then leave. Like, don't, don't feel bad about it. You're probably right. You're probably picking up on something that you don't necessarily register consciously on the podcast my favorite murder they they say fuck politeness yeah which is just like if you're in a situation where you're like i can either keep myself safe or i might potentially be rude like be rude it's better to be rude in a situation where you don't feel safe than it is to you know try and be polite and end up in a bad situation Yeah. yeah just as a general precaution like we recommend if you're going somewhere where you've never been, maybe carry some mace or pepper spray or something similar. You know, different yeah. states have different rules about what's allowed and what's not. Yep, good thing um, to check before you go. So just make sure whatever you're carrying is legal, wherever you're carrying it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we're not advocating for, like, bringing guns into no, non-concealed no. <laughs> carry states. But, like, just no, no. make sure you have some kind of either self-defense training or, you know, pepper spray or something like that. That can also be um, a really fun bonding experience before a road trip. Go take a self-defense class together. That's a good idea. Can't hurt. Why not? We're, we're making that an official recommendation. Yeah, there you from go. From Getaway Car Pod. Take yeah. a self-defense class well, before yeah, a lot you of, go. A lot of police departments will offer those. Um, so if you check your local police department, either sometimes they offer them and sometimes they can recommend like a company or a um, business that does them. So yeah. they're pretty cool. Let's see. The next point, um, always lock your car. Hide your valuables out of sight. This is pretty common sense, but like it's... It's really hard once you get into, like, the flow with a road trip. Like, you're just throwing things around your car. You have stuff Mm -hmm. strewn in the back seat. Like, you have stuff up on the dash. Like, your car gets messy pretty quickly. But just every time you stop somewhere, just make sure, like, you know, your valuables are at least hidden. Don't leave your laptop out on top of a pile of clothes where anybody can see it. Don't leave your cameras out. Don't leave your cell phones out. Like, hide your electronics. Yeah, it's all the stuff that you pull out while you're, you're, like, you pull out your laptop while you're driving to look something up or whatever. So it might be, like, just stacked on top of stuff. Just make sure you're tucking it underneath something. Throw a sweater on top of it. Like, anything. Just make sure it's hidden. Yeah. Like, if your car looks like a hobo lives out of it, people are less likely to rob it than if they walk by and there's, like, 50 forms of electronics lying in the the backseat. Yeah, if it looks like your entire, like, all of your possessions are in the backseat, someone's going to be like, oh, if I break in, I'll get, you know, a good haul. Yeah. That kind of goes along with like research your destinations before you go there. So like some places, unfortunately, like you're going to be at higher risk due to your gender, your race, your sexual orientation, your religion, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. 
Like, that's the reality of the world we live in, unfortunately. Yeah. So if you're going to a place where you might be more of a target, just be aware of that and take precautions. And, like, don't go off by yourself. Make sure, like, you and your road trip buddy don't ever get separated. Body system. You know? You know? Don't go into unsafe places by yourself. Watch your drinks when you're out. That kind of stuff. You know, that everyone does on a pretty regular basis. But just make sure you're aware that you're at a disadvantage if you're somewhere where you've never been. Yeah, it's not your home territory. So, you know. Pay a little extra attention. Yeah. Finishing up our safety discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure somebody at home knows where you're going to be. Like, at least have your rough itinerary. Yeah. Like, check in with somebody on a regular basis. Yeah, have somebody who's expecting updates at specific times. Yeah. And then if you're going to be out of touch, like, if you're going into an area where you anticipate there's going to be dead zones, like, let them know. Say, mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm going to be out of touch for a day or two. Yeah. You know, don't panic. I'll touch yeah, base with we're you. We're driving through the national into. park and we won't you won't hear from us for a while. Don't panic. We're not dead. Yeah. But like have yeah. a plan. Like if you suddenly drop off the map and no one's heard from you in four days and you were supposed to check in at two, yeah. You know, have some kind of system in place for like, okay, what's the protocol here? Who, right. who do they contact? Who How do long they... do I wait before I worry? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Yeah, we called our parents every couple days anyway, just to kind of let them know. Yeah. This is where we are, this is how things are going. Any issues that are coming up, anything we're, we're worried about or excited about or, you know, yeah. just to kind of keep them posted on how it's going. And then we also did kind of in our social media posts too, like we'd say like, hey, you know, about to head into, you know, such and such national park, we'll probably yeah. be we're out driving out to the Badlands and we have no radio signals. So the chances of you not hearing from us for a while are pretty high. Yeah. So I think people kind of knew like, oh, if we disappear off social media for a day or two, like don't panic. Right. We'll be back. Yeah. That's our safety section. Yes. Plan your own road trip. (laughs) So the next section is maybe the most important in terms of planning. Yeah. Next section we just titled Know Yourselves. Yes. I think I started talking to people about this mostly because people would come up to me and be like, oh, I would want to do like the trip that you just did. Like, can you give me the itinerary and like, I'm going to try and recreate it. And I'd be like, Ooh, don't do that. Yeah, don't try and mimic someone else's trip because you don't have the same personality. You don't have the same travel preferences. For us, not work for you and probably won't work for you. Exactly. If you're the kind of person where you're always running late, budget extra time. Like, just do it. Build it in. just acknowledge that you You run late. (laughs) It's fine. Otherwise, you're going to be running late for every single thing that you do and you're just going to be stressed out and you're going to be miserable and you're not going to have a good time. Like, just add an extra hour to like every activity just to give you a buffer. Yeah. You know, if you're the kind of person who likes to sleep in, like don't make plans to get up at five o'clock in the morning. Then yeah. you're going to sleep past that and then you're going to wake up, you're going to be late, you're going to hate yourself and you're going to be mad at yourself for the rest of the trip. Don't yeah. do it. We're the kind of people who like roll out of bed in the morning, pack up the tent and get in the car and drive away. But if you're the kind of person who's like, I want to get up and take a shower and do a full face of makeup and do my hair. Like if you're the kind of person, that's fine. But a time for that. Right. Don't say, like, yeah, we're just going to get up and go, because then if you spend an hour getting ready, you're throwing off your whole itinerary, it's just going to stress you out and you won't have fun. Yeah. So, like, like my husband, for instance, is one of those people when we're traveling, whenever we stop for gas, like, he always wants to go inside and use the bathroom and, like, buy a snack and buy a drink. And I am the kind of person, like, if I take longer than three minutes at the gas station, like, something's drastically wrong. Like, yes. I get out of the car, <laughs> I put my gas on back in the car, and I am leaving. You're like a SWAT team. He's like, I get out and, like, he takes the opportunity to stretch his legs kind of person. Which, again, right. is fine. Budget time for that. Right. So, like, if you are doing, like, a six-hour stretch, and, like, according to Google Maps, it's six hours, and you know you're going to stop at least three times, add an extra 15 minutes for each of those stops if you yeah. know you're the kind of person to stop and, like, stretch your legs and whatever. Mm-hmm. Otherwise... 
every time you stop and you take 15 minutes, you're going to get 15 minutes behind on your yeah. itinerary if you're trying to time it like to the minute. So just give yourself some wiggle room. Know your habits, know your preferences, and just build, work it around that. Don't try and make it fit somebody else's schedule. Yeah. If you're the kind of person who's like, I'm going to want to pull over and take pictures every five seconds, just budget extra time. Yeah. It's like fine. a lot of extra time. Yeah. Because like you'll probably take more pictures than you think you will. You'll probably pull over a lot more often than you think you will. Because it's these beautiful landscapes you've never seen before. Yeah. So just budget time for that. Don't assume, okay, we have a four-hour trip. We're just going to bomb through four hours and, you know, done. We'll arrive four hours after we leave exactly on the day. Right. There's yeah. almost no way that's going to happen. It's just not how our trips go. So give yourself some time. Well, and plus, like... Enjoy stuff it. Stuff is unpredictable. Like, yeah. there will be traffic. There will be accidents. There will be you might get a wildlife in the road. And you'll have to yeah. sit there and wait for an entire herd of sheep to cross in front of you. And that'll mm-hmm. take 35 minutes. And you'll be like, what the heck am I doing here? Mm-hmm. You know, like, just be flexible and, like we said, know yourselves, plan for yourselves, plan for your habits. I think be flexible is also a hugely important one that I tell people all the time that I'm like, it will not all go according to plan. Yeah. It won't. Things will go wrong. Things will run late. Something will be closed that's supposed to be open. Something that, you know, some restaurant that you were planning on going to won't be there anymore. Like, you know, something will not go the way you are planning it to go. You just Just roll with with it. it. Yeah. You yeah. know, something's closed, ask a local, be like, hey, where can we grab dinner? That's great. You know, you never know. No. You might find a really great place. Next thing I have in here, uh, something else we get a lot of questions about is like camping versus hotels. Like how do we determine how often we camp versus how often we stay in hotels? Like, you know, how do we plan for that? Yeah. We started doing that primarily for cost. My thinking when I was planning this first road trip is we're not super experienced campers. We don't have like a camping stove and a camping equipment and all of this fancy stuff. We're not glampers. <laughs> yeah. So like, and we don't even have most of like the basic camping supplies that you would need for like a week long camping trip. Like we right. literally have a tarp. We have a tent. We have an air mattress. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's super that, basic. That yeah. is the sum total of all of our camping equipment. Call us minimalist campers. <laughs> um, so like we can't set up camp somewhere and stay there for a week because we just don't have any of the supplies that you need to do that. Right. Um, so we knew that we would need access to like places with facilities. We needed places with showers. We needed places where like, you know, you can do laundry, that kind of thing. Um, but we didn't have enough money to stay at hotels every night. So we came up with this compromise of we'll camp for as much of the time as we can. And we'll have hotels like cheap hotels kind of mixed in to kind of a break it up and then B give us access to things that we need that we won't necessarily have access to. Yeah. So you camp Um, for two or three nights in a row and then you stay in a hotel and then you camp for three or three nights or whatever. And it also depends on the route too. You might have access to hotels in one place that you don't in another. So we can shift them around and again, be adaptable. Right. And then also, like, that gives us the flexibility. So, like, if it's super freezing cold one night, we can yeah. be like, we're going to swap out camping and we're just going to stay in a hotel Which tonight. also happens. you got to just roll with it. Yeah. So that was our compromise is it was mostly a cost issue. Like, we didn't have the money to spend on all the camping equipment and we also didn't have the money to spend on the hotel. Yeah. So we're like bare bones camping supplemented with really basic bare bones hotels and that's what works for us. Yeah. Um, but if you're the kind of person who's like, I only want to stay in a certain level of hotels, then like budget more money, budget, you know. Yeah. Or if you're like, I'm a super crazy camper, I have all this equipment, I want to camp the whole time, then do that. But that, that again involves a different kind of planning. Right. And so if you are like a crazy camper and you have all of these like super fancy equipment things and stuff, like that's great, but that's going to take up more room in your trunk too. Right. right. Exactly. So you have, have to, to plan for plan that. Plan a little differently. Um, also one like side note on the camping, like if you're going to camp, Make sure you budget time to like 
set up camp and break down camp. Mm -hmm. Like that's something you have to build in there. Like for us, like we got to the point where we could set up our whole camp in five minutes. Yeah. We also practiced setting up our tent in the dark before we even left on the trip. Yeah. I would say that's a really good tip. Make sure when you're camping that you're not doing it for the first time. Yes. Do a practice run. I've definitely known people who, first of all, set up your tent as soon as you get to the campsite, but also people will go on a, a... camping trip or whatever with a brand new tent and then they get there and they have no idea how to set it up they have no experience with with putting it together or that's when and they find out like they are missing some of the poles or yeah. some of the ties or some of the whatever <laughs> they haven't opened this tent in a year and a half and yeah. you know now they're stuck yeah we intentionally have like the simplest most easy to set up tent ever yep so that we can do it in 30 seconds in the dark when it's raining when it's snowing like yeah we can get out of the car and have our full tent set up on the tarp in under five minutes. And sometimes that's exactly what you need. Yeah. Set so, up the tent, go to bed. <laughs> yeah. We did something similar with food, like restaurants versus eating out versus eating in the car versus fast food kind of stuff. Yeah. And it was the same kind of thing. It was primarily budget. Eating our own food that we bring with us is significantly cheaper. Yeah. But we've talked before about, you know, sometimes you just really need a cold drink or a hot meal mm-hmm. and room temperature food's just not going to cut it. Yeah, or, I mean, even sometimes you'll drive by something that you're like, oh, this is a totally new form of food, or, like, even just, like, a snack you'll drive by and be like, I've never heard of this, I really want to try it. Yeah. Roll with that, too. So it depends on, like, your preferences for things and how fancy or cheap you want to get. And if there are particular restaurants or particular foods that you want to try, like, but, Mm -hmm. you know, we're willing to eat crackers and chips for three days if we get a super awesome, fantastic meal at some restaurant we've been dying to eat at. Yeah, we've had, I mean, we've had everything, like we said, from like peanut butter and jelly to like a full steak dinner. It just depends on, you know, where we are and what meal, we we just sort of prioritize what meals and what places we want to do that in. Yeah. Next point, choose your road trip companions wisely. We've talked about that. Don't think we need to go over that again. But yeah, you're going to be spending a lot of time with each other in a very, very small space. So, And you don't, you don't really get a break from each other at any point. I mean, the only breaks you get are like you know, sitting in silence, but you're still together. They're still there. Like, yeah. make sure you don't want to kill each other. <laughs> yeah. And then Be also just like kind of embrace the adventure of it. Like we've definitely have places where we showed up and we were like, no, we are in love with this place. We don't want to leave. And so we've extended our time there. And then we've also had places where we've shown up and we've been like, eh, I'm just not feeling it. Yeah. Go on to the next thing. And yep. It happens. So, like, try and stick to, like, a basic structure, but, like, don't be too rigid with it. Just give yourself some flexibility. In line with that, my next big, big, big thing is plan for some downtime. Yes, that's been a lifesaver. Yeah. And this was something that happened kind of unintentionally on the first road trip. I forget, like, how it... I think I just built an extra day into our first road trip because I was like, something will be wrong. wrong. Yeah. Like something will be running late. Like I just wanted to have a little bit of wiggle room so that that way we wouldn't be like rushing back, trying to make it back to work the next day and like be stuck somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so it ended up, we were like probably two thirds of the way through our road trip and we realized we were like a full day ahead of schedule and we were like, oh, we can just, we can just take a day. And so we, we checked into this hotel and we literally spent an entire day in our pajamas. We ordered pizza in. We didn't leave the hotel room. And we just caught up. Like, I think we watched a movie on my laptop. Mm-hmm. And it was just so nice to just have some time that we weren't in the car and we weren't running around and we weren't doing anything. Yeah, there wasn't a thing that we had to get to. And, like, if somebody had told me when I was planning it, like, that that was what we would end up doing, I would have been like, oh, it's such a waste of a day. Like, why would you yeah. do that? But, like, 
We really needed it. It's a good, like, reset. It's like, okay, now I, like, got a full night's sleep. I had some relaxing time where I didn't have to think about the schedule or the itinerary or the budget or anything. Like, it's just a time to, like, shut your brain off. It's like it's like a weekend in the middle of your trip. It's yeah. just, like, that time That's to just really be like, okay, got it. I need to, like, shut off for a bit. And we didn't feel guilty about it because it was, like, bonus time. Yeah. You know, we, we still time, saw so everything okay. on our list. We still did everything we wanted to do, but it was just, like... Okay, we're just going to stop. We're going to update our budget. We updated all our did photos. All we captioned all our stuff. We did all our laundry. We mm-hmm. cleaned out the car. It was great. Yeah. And we we loved that day so much. And just like it was such a good reset day that we've, for every road trip since then, we've built that in. Mm-hmm. We've had at least one day or like a couple half days scattered through where we're like, yeah. nope, this is catch up time. This is veg time. Like. Yep, that's just it. to chill out. So that I think was really key, and that's been kind of a sanity saver. Yeah, for sure. And then also just like this is like a really small planning thing, but when I'm planning the drives mm-hmm. from place to place, like the longer the drive is, the more time I add. Yeah. So if it says it's going to be an eight hour drive, I automatically budget ten. Yeah. Like no matter like we what. Said, yeah, there's stuff that could go wrong. There's you know you got to stop for gas, you got to stop for photos, you got to you know. Yeah, or even just like them. you know. Like, like in South Dakota, where we ended up switching every 30 minutes instead of every two hours. Like, mm-hmm. that's not something I had budgeted for in my plan. Yeah. But, like, we had the extra time built in, and thank God we did, because yeah. stopping every 30 minutes is time consuming. Yeah, yeah, it adds up, yeah. Those are our, like, words of wisdom for, if you're going to plan your own road trip, like, that's what I'd start with. Yeah. Like, I think those are the basics. And I don't know if you were hoping for a little more, like... This is exactly how I would do it. Just, you know, start to finish. Yeah. But I think the point is, like, don't do it the way we did it. Do it the way you do it. Like, take tips from people. Like, definitely listen to other travelers. Other travelers always have the best advice because they've done it. And I'm sure they'll have some warnings and some words of wisdom for you as well. Take those into consideration and then do it your way. That being said, again, if you'd like me to plan a road trip, (laughs) I'll have a lot of questions for you. Yeah, for sure. Because you want it to be personalized to you so that you have the best possible time. Yeah. So now that you have all these tools at your disposal, we fully expect that every single one of you will now go out and plan your own road trip. And tell us all about it. Yeah. <laughs> we want to so. hear about it. We want to hear what stops you're going to. We want to hear what your favorite places to stay are. Yeah. Send we us your itineraries. If there's like a, a vital thing that you need when you're camping, let us know. Yeah. We're passing the torch. Go on a road trip. Yes. Go immediately. Not immediately. <laughs> set a date and then go. Yeah. Set a date, um, budget, come up with a plan and be flexible. And tell us all about it. You can go on our uh, Instagram at at getawaycarpod or send us an email at getawaycarpod at gmail.com. And we would love to hear about all of your travels or planned travels or past travels. And until next time, enjoy your ride in the getaway car. Bye. Bye!